Hello there. You're listening to Write Me Dirty, the podcast where two celebrity friends write kinky stories about each other. Strap in and strap on. Let's go. It's about to get erotic. Once upon a time, a pop star and a disc jockey walked into a steamy studio. Hello, I'm Roman Kemp, um, the son of Martin Kemp. What about you? Who are you? My name's Tom Grennan, the son of Martin Grennan. Yeah. <laughs> who everybody should know. Yeah. And, and will know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I've known you what? For many a year now. Yeah. I think we met at a party or something like that. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it was the party and then it was like I, gym. I, it was yeah. Oh yeah, it was the gym actually. Yeah. I kept messaging you, please play my record, please play my record. Roman was very comfortable talking about sex, but Tom, not so much. I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not I am I'm, I'm crude, like, you're not I'm, very I'm crude. I'm not very crude. Nah. I'm not a crude person. So when it comes to like sex and the and the conversation of sex. You get nervous talking about it now. I do, and my heart starts going a little bit. Why? Don't know. What about like with you, like when you were growing up, like when sex scenes come on the TV, what, what were you like? Nah, like... With your, with your parents? Nah, I hate that. Me and my dad have never spoke about sex. Never. Even now? Even now. Do you find that weird? Yeah, because I'm so close to my dad. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. He's like that, my, one of but, my best mates. But that's, but that's why I think it's strange. Yeah, nah, never. That's Never. so funny. Yeah. Because my dad is like... What, do you talk about... Well, my dad was like... My dad, what did my dad say the other... On Gogglebox one time, it was like, it was like you would have really fancied mum. Yeah, I saw that one, actually. Yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. back in the day, you would have really, <laughs> you, you really wanted to get with her. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck, <laughs> man? Like, fair play. Yeah, fair. But like, Shows that he loves your mum. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And probably fancy that. Yeah, but great. I think it, when I do have a kid, I'll, I'll definitely like... Do you think you would speak to... You won't. I could see <laughs> I you can barely like, say it now. No, yeah. No, I would. I would. I would. I, I think... Do you know what it is? It's like I... I, <laughs> I I've like... There's many a times when my parents have had to walk in on me. There's many a times when I've walked in on my parents. Yeah. Sex was just like a spoken about thing. Yeah, 100%. Like, my mum would speak about, but my dad's old school Irish really? man. And like Catholic man, do you know what I mean? So like, he was brought up where it wasn't really spoken about. So every time it's on TV, for example, he just goes quiet. Really? Yeah, and like, me and my mum would look at each other to look at dad and dad would be sweating. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> You'd get into the confession box yeah, afterwards. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, <laughs> my, my dad's parents used to pretend they were asleep. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Like they used to pretend. Have you caught by your mum and dad? Yeah, yeah, loads, man. Know, yeah, loads. Yeah. Like all the time. I have like the worst, like the worst, like times ever. I remember the first time, like I really like, you know, and I'll, I'll be crude. Like the first time, I really like discovered masturbation. Yeah, as a as a as a kid. I, you know, I, I <laughs> somehow convinced my parents that for, for MSN and everything else, it would be easier if I just had a computer in my room. Right. Big mistake. Big mistake. Right. Lime, History. LimeWire got downloaded. Oh, so, so I remember I was in my room and, uh, you know, trousers by my ankles, proper J from the in-betweeners yeah. look, right? All that was missing was the scuba diving gear and then <laughs> like, and some ham. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So like trousers by my ankles. I'm on this like, like office chair, like spinny office chair. I get in it and then- <laughs> Spinning oh, whilst doing it. Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm going for it, right? And then also my dad did, used to do this thing which was like, not open. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah, yeah. he wouldn't like not wait like nah. a normal person. He goes, open, yeah. right? And so he goes, bang, bang, open. Like, I haven't had time, right? I'm, I'm holding myself. And then I've spun around on the chair. As I've spun around on the chair, 
the trousers at the bottom have got caught in the wheels of the chair. I've gone over, right? <laughs> I've gone over. I'm like, and now I'm on my side, right? You know, knob out. Yeah. And my dad just pointing, staring at me, laughing. That is jokes. Not doing what a normal but parent also, would do, we like, just close the door again. Yeah, that's he's, traumatic. And then I can though. hear him go, show, show. He's a man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the boy. Yeah. Now they'd started sharing, they couldn't stop. I've had some embarrassing moments during sex. Yeah. More recently, though, I was mid intercourse. Yeah. Well, actually, at the end. And <laughs> and again, this is really crude and very, but very scientific. Yeah. At the point of ejaculation, I also farted very loudly. Yeah. I've done that. That's never happened to me before. Oh, I've done that. Yeah. At the same time. Not at the same time. See, this is at the yeah, same like time. After, this is I... like this is like farting and sneezing at the same time. It never really happens. Really? You think it's a myth, but it can happen. Do you know that a sneeze is eighth of an orgasm? So what is coming and a farting? It must be like double orgasm. Yeah. I mean it did feel good, but did I it? was very embarrassed. And and I think that like I, I it was one of those things where I almost realized it was happening and tried to make the noise at the same time to try <laughs> and cover, cover it. Up. Cover <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, if anything, out of many orifices, there was something coming yeah, out, yeah. whether that be noise, <laughs> poo particles, or, yeah, yeah, or yeah. ejaculate. Yes, yeah. yeah. That is embarrassing. Have you got? Have you got any icks? Uh, yeah, have you got any icks? Say, um, Someone who likes the duvet on. Oh, mate, yeah. No, I hear that. No, I'm too old. Hear- <laughs> I'm too old, man. I like, hear that. I'm too old. I hear that. Oh, good, I, I sweat a lot. Yeah, bro. same. I sweat a lot, man. And, and Why am I so nervous about this conversation? <laughs> Do you hear my voice? I'm actually saying. Yeah. <laughs> i tell you one thing, right? And, and I, I don't like this. <laughs> uh, I, I don't like wearing any form of clothing. I'm a, I always wear my socks, bruv, for some reason. Always keep my socks on. That's dirty. No, but I don't know why. I just I you just, keep your socks on. Yeah, just butt naked in. Really good pair of Nike socks. Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> you know what what I mean? you put fresh hair on. <laughs> nah, not nah, yeah. but like, you stripped down and then go. Hang to, on a sec. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I've always got my socks on for some reason. Do you? Yeah. Socks on, covers off. Now they've established that it was time for the ultimate intimate act of friendship. So be honest, how much were you dreading writing a story? Again, like, I am not crude, so writing a fucking sexual story for me was quite like, I don't know how far I can go with it. I'm not going to lie to you, I tried doing it on AI. Yeah, On AI, I yeah. did too. And they don't do erotic stories. No, it says it so can't because you're AI famous. AI is not crude either. It said because you're famous, so I can't do it. Is that what they said? Yeah. Not to me, fuck's sake. Yeah, it's because I'm not famous. <laughs> <laughs> um... But what I will say is this. Go on. It did give me some good inspiration. Yeah. Like creative uh, writing, I'm pretty good at, to be fair. Well, I love, you're a songwriter. Yeah, right? like I love creative writing. That's what that's what upsets me, right? Is that you're a songwriter. You've been asked to to write a story about me, someone that you actually know. Yeah. And you've gone to a computer. Yeah, but just because, mate, like again, I have always been this person. If I can get something done easy, I'll do it. But like I did enjoy write, writing writing the story. For sure. I did. I, I, yeah. I got too far into it. Yeah. I heard. Go on, you go first. We'll do, we'll, I'll tell you what, we'll do rock, paper, scissors for who goes first. Okay, cool. Or who goes second, because right, cool. no one wants to go first, right? All right, cool. All right, rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh, fuck. Rock, rock paper, scissors, bang. Go on, I'll go. It goes like this. 
Once upon a time, in a charming English village nestled amongst rolling green hills, lived two extraordinary individuals, Roman Kemp and Cherry Berry. Roman, a charismatic radio host, and Cherry, a local but also worldly baker. Both <laughs> beloved figures in their respective fields, little did they know that their paths would cross and their lives would be forever changed. Can I just say, I, my Cherry Bakewell is actually my favourite of the bakery I know. products. I know. It had been a long year for Roman. All those early mornings waking up on breakfast morning show had meant he'd missed out on so many evening events. Not to mention the fact he decided to move to a charming English village nestled amongst the hills, which also added to his commute. To be the greatest breakfast show host, his producer would tell him as he left the studio each day, you must be in bed no later than 7.30 every single night. Saturdays too. Roman sighed. He knew his producer was right, but really he felt like there was something missing, especially socially. Did you see what happened at the after party last night, his friends would ask. Roman sighed. No, he said, hanging his head. <laughs> People had even stopped inviting him to parties. This was awful. He was so lonely in this charming village that his loins burned for some company too. That evening, as Roman laid in the bath, he watched the bubbles swirl over his naked body. Maybe he needed to invest a little more time in his village that he had moved to. He hopped out of the bath, his lean torso dripping wet with soap suds, and strolled into the kitchen. Roman rarely, <laughs> Roman rarely wore clothes around the house. He liked to feel air between his cheeks. <laughs> and there on the fridge was a leaflet for the local village charity baking event. He'd heard some rumours about the bakers and he was keen to find out if they were true. So he signed up there and then. The day finally rolled around for the charity baking event and Roman was itching with excitement. It had been so long since he'd needed anyone's dough. He was raring to go. He stood in the tent behind his bench. When in walked the most beautiful woman he had ever seen. She had curves like the rolling hills in his village that nestled in. And oh boy, did Roman want to nestle into those curves. Hi, I'm Cherry, she said, as she came over. I think we're sharing this bench. Roman felt a thrill run through his body. <laughs> he started, I'm Roman. I know you live in the cottage at the end of the row. I've seen you through the window, she winked. Oi, oi. Another bolt of electricity went through Roman. He felt a stirring in his loins. Let's get baking, shall we, she continued. The evening began and Cherry leaned over Roman to grab a bowl. She cracked some eggs and began to whisk vigorously. Roman tried to concentrate on the spotted dick they were baking, but all he could think about was Cherry's body next to his and the growing bulge in his trousers. <laughs> Can you grab the jugs, please? <laughs> Roman stared at her and began to reach forward. A measure of 100 mil of water. He quickly redirected his hands towards the measuring jug. Wow, that would have been embarrassing, but also so nice. Those rolling mounds on her chest look so inviting. It's time to turn up the heat, Cherry said to Roman. Oh God, he wasn't sure he could take this. On the oven, can you turn the heat to 200? 
Oh yeah, of course he started. Focused, damn it. The oven pinged. Had the recommendation bacon time for the spotted dick flown by already, Roman was in a daze. Fantastic, Cherry said, as he pulled it out of the oven. Look how moist it is. But you know what that also means. A soggy bottom. <laughs> she laughed and playfully placed her hand on Roman's bum and looked at him knowingly. Would you like to come back to mine and eat it, she said. Roman nodded with wide eyes. They walked back to the cottage. Roman's body was quivering with excitement. He hasn't felt this alive in months. When they arrived, they sat down on the sofa. She looked deep into his eyes and said, Would you like my muffin? <laughs> Roman sighed. Oh, he wasn't falling for this again. <laughs> Cherry clearly was enjoying the bacon. Sure, he shrugged. She lifted his hands and put it onto her leg, sliding it from knee to an inch from her panties. Go on. I know you've been thinking about it all day, she whispered in his ear. He leant back to kiss her, and just as his lips grazed hers, it's the village clock struck 7.30. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> to be the greatest breakfast show host, his producer voice echoed around his head, you must be in bed no later than 7.30 every single night, Saturdays too. I've got to go, Roman groaned. He looked longingly to Cherry, but got up and stumbled out into the streets. The smell of freshly baked goods wafting through the air. Oh boy, he thought, tomorrow's morning's pasties is going to taste real good. The end. Very good. <laughs> ah, oh, yours is a tragedy. Mine is a tragedy a little bit. Oh, yeah. that's really nice. I know. Yeah, but Cherry. She, she was all over you. She loved it. The breakfast it. show host that had to be in bed by 7.30. <laughs> oh, man, I was gutted for myself, <laughs> No, man. same, man. Do you know what's really bad? Is yours is really wholesome. Mine is horrendous. I can't wait. <laughs> what's the weirdest place that you've had sex? The weirdest place I've had sex? Weirdest place. I'm taking it back to when I was, like, young. Like, maybe, maybe like, 15, 16. Yeah. And probably it was in Christ, like. A, what time did you lose your virginity? Oh, mate. Mine was really young. I was 13. Yeah. I was 13. Same. And it trauma. It, it, it was the worst experience. It was experience the worst ever. experience. Yeah. I remember going back to the park going, done it, lads. Yeah. And they're all going, they're all kicking a ball and that. And they're like, what are you saying? What are you yeah. Like? And I went, awful. Yeah, awful. Yeah. Mate, that gave me like real problems for mate, a while. I, I did. Erectile dysfunction was a thing yeah. for me. <laughs> Hey, I, I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you. Yeah, I, was, I, I, I feel horrible. like I actually, for myself, like I say to myself, I actually lost my virginity at 16. Yeah. But what's the weirdest place? Probably in a like like this thorny bush. Thorny bush. Yeah, it was the most uncomfortable shag. What, an actual had. bush, or someone had a thorny bush? Uh, an actual bush. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, 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 uh, it was um, it was festival. At, it was what? At a festival, yeah. yeah, but like a hometown festival. Like called. they also sell jam there. Yeah, yeah. Like right. it was, it's a family affair. Do you know what I mean? Right. And um, yeah, sneaked off in the bush. Is it someone you were seeing? Was it like a? Yeah, it was a girlfriend at the time. Oh, fine. Yeah, yeah, it was sound, but oh. it was like broad daylight, and uh, yeah, we were. It was pretty, pretty weird. <laughs> this is a tough one, right? What's Go the on. strangest thing you've ever been turned on by? Mine's a cartoon. I was going to say the same thing. I remember like. I can't remember what cartoons it was, but it was like, it was might have been Kim Possible, you know? Yeah. And I was like, fucking, she's all right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
I remember thinking, yes, Kim Possible. <laughs> I, the thing is, right, is that it's always, I think when you're a guy, I think as a, as a, um, as a young boy, I think there is an obsession with, with mum figures. Easy. Right, yeah. Easy. Like, yeah. there is. You know, it's like it's the Stifler's mum milf vibe. Oh, 100, yeah. Right? So, like, you look at, like, Marge Simpson. I was about to say Marge Simpson. Even and you've definitely watched it on porn as well. Like, uh, mate, I've never had a wank to it. I'm not going to lie. I've never had a wank mate. to it. But I've watched it and gone, I get it. Yeah. Family I've guy. Lois. Lois. <laughs> Lois and family guy. She's hot. Banging. Roman, come on now. It's story time. Just so we're, we're clear, right? Your current tune that you have out yeah. is called... How Does It Feel? Yes. So my story is called How It Felt. Ooh, I like it. Cressida woke up to the <laughs> sunshine peeking through her tent, her heart racing. It was the day of the summertime ball. A day when she would stand metres away from the man of her dreams, Tom Grennan. Something about him made her feel strange, feel different. His bright blue eyes made her think of the ocean. Wild, untamable, mysterious. And just like that, she realised she was wet. <laughs> she looked down ashamed. It was her water bottle had leaked into her sleeping bag overnight. Shit, she screamed as she stumbled out of the tent in her top and pants, head bumping into someone's toned calf muscle. Watch it, love. I don't have any money, but I could get you a sandwich, the man exclaimed. She scrambled to her knees and looked up, her eyes squinting the, the morning sun. She couldn't see his face, but from the grey tracksuit and trademark mushroom bulge, she knew it was him. <laughs> Tom Grennan stood over her, hands on hips, just like she had dreamt it. His cheeky smile plastered across his face. God, you're dripping wet. What happened? He smirked. My water bottle exploded all over me, she replied, her face flushing with embarrassment. Well, I think I can help that. He turned to his manager. Can we get this lovely lady a spare pair of my tracksuit bottoms and a place to get changed in that? <laughs> and with that, he was off, his brown curls catching in the sunlight as he turned away. Tom, Cressida called out. How will I get those tracksuit bottoms back to you? You'll find a way, he winked before disappearing into Wembley Stadium. The next few hours were a blur. Artist after artist took to the stage for Capital's Summertime Ball. Lewis Capaldi, Niall Horan, Roman Kemp introducing Joel Corey. None of them mattered. They weren't him. And suddenly it was time. She knew he was coming. She started to push herself towards the stage, squeezing her body into the tightest of spaces. Anything to get a step closer to Tom. Uh, hello, Wembley! <laughs> Her knees went weak, his large, voluminous cockney accent ripping through her body like a thunderstorm. And she, she requenished herself to it, letting his songs do things to her body in a way they had never done before. And just like it started, it was over. Thank you, Wembley! You've been great! I'm gonna finish hard! 
his hands dancing over the guitar, plucking, pulling and strumming the first few chords of How Does It Feel? Sweat dripping down his face on his now bare lion-hearted torso. She followed its progress down <laughs> over his nipples before it caught in the slipstream of his abs, tumbling into the trail of hair that led to that mushroom forest. <laughs> so good. And take you all the way, he crooned. She realised it was almost over. She looked up at him, watching his eyes dancing across the crowd. Until abruptly, his eyes locked onto her. Time for the big finish! <laughs> Don't flinch! He screamed, looking her dead in the eyes while saying it, as confetti exploded all around him and over her. As it whirled around them, his eyes never left hers. And she watched as he slipped his hand into his pocket, grabbed a piece of paper, which he flicked into the crowd at her. <sighs> How it made it to her, she'll never know. But it cut through the air, urged on by their sexual tension, her hand securing his message. And as she looked down, she was holding his address. A few hours after the show, Cressida arrived at Tom's gated mansion. I wish. The G-Wagon parked out front. <laughs> Tom had told her the back door was the best entrance. But she was timid and thought for this occasion, the front would be best. <laughs> As she stepped through the front door onto the marbled flooring, a faint smell of VO5 hair clay <laughs> and oud slapped her senses. You're early. Tom proclaimed from the top of the stairs, wearing his Fenty for Men silk peacocked bathrobe, his chest hair peeking through the seam like a huntsman spider out of its den. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you head straight up? Struggling to get a word out from sheer astonishment, Cressida gripped the long, hard, polished banister, passing all of the bronze album plaques. <laughs> she passed one that said platinum but it was labelled to Calvin Harris <laughs> well, I like it he was still the featuring artist though so I guess it counted she said as Cressida walked into his leopard printed bedroom she noticed something next to his round revolving bed high heels and stockings resting on the side table Tom looked at her just for the weekends eh the 1975 and the police albums strewn across the floor. Just working on my next song, he said. <laughs> Tom told her he needed to dry off, slip into something more cash. As he threw off the bathrobe, Sophie noticed once again those toned, mosaic-like abs. She couldn't help but gasp. <gasps> What's the matter? Tom said. Nothing, said Cressida just never seen something so close to God himself. Tom smirked with his luscious V of hair from his chest to pubic regions. The curls were mesmerising, hypnotic even. Don't look at the bulge, don't look at the bulge, don't look at the bulge, she thought over and over again, but she couldn't help it. It was like it was staring at her with its eye. <laughs> Tom slipped and slid into his... Coventry City football shirt and a jock strap. Cressida couldn't help herself any longer. As he turned around, she saw her chance to pinch. 
Oh, sorry, Cressida said as her fingers unclenched from his perked, hairless cheek. Never be sorry, Tom told her as he gently stroked her jawline. The first touch. It was there. It was over with. And it only escalated. We'll get a bit lightheaded. <laughs> as they rolled around his partially crispy bedsheets, their bodies intertwining like a Cadbury's curly whirly. Having seen him on soccer age, she wasn't expecting much from his ball skills. But he certainly was strong in the tackle. Eventually, Cressida, as her fingernails scraped down his badly tattooed back, couldn't help herself anymore. Just put it in, she said. And just like that, they were one being. Like a reversed human centipede. Tom looked at her and whispered, how does it feel? <laughs> the end. Like it. Great story, Rob. Weird. 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 But great. Roman and Tom patted each other on the back. They felt overwhelmed with compliments for each other. Very good storyteller, you mate. Thank you very much. Yeah. Well done for talking about sex. <laughs> mate, I'm 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 surprised I've I've You're still nervous about I'm it now. Nerv- yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like the commentary and the jock strap thing. Yeah, well, you know, I had to get it in. Yeah, I man. imagine you wear a jock strap. And also, they <laughs> are actually what I imagine your house to look like. Yeah. Marbled floors. Marble floors. Round revolving silk yeah, crispy bed. Leopard print room. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. It what about, well, like... I mean, did you know what? You painted me to be a really wholesome guy. Yeah. Which I'm not. You can have that conversation with your dad? Uh, nah. Nah. Never. 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 Lock Never. the door. Yeah, lock the door. You've been listening to Write Me Dirty this week with Roman Kemp and Tom Grennan. It was produced and narrated by Jemima Rathbone. Assistant producer is Maya Adelia. Videographer is Jamie Gilbert. Original theme written and performed by Snack Tracks. Format developed by Jamie Lang and Jemima Rathbone. Write Me Dirty is a Jam Pop production. Yeah.